Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hello, everyone. David, you gave nothing there. Oh, hey, come on, David. <laughs> oh, hello. I in. was reading. I was reading scripture. Oh, oh, yeah. Very nice. Now he's going to tell yeah. us he's praying. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a time alone, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Except you're kind of with us. You oh. know, you're in the same room. Well, you know how you we can feel alone in a need crowd. you to join. Yeah. Still. Yeah. <laughs> you were, uh, Johnny, with a crowd this this yes. last week. Where yes. were you? Anyway? I was back in Ohio with a Christian camping internet. Except they say they're three C, and I'm going. Yeah. What C? Where am I missing? The C. Yeah. yeah. Christian camping co conference. Yeah. Co conference. And I and said association. At some point, I made a real. And you folks at Christian Camping International, and they just looked at I me. Go, is he at the wrong conference? <laughs> we're three C A. Two C one I. But it was a great, great group. One I, two C's. I don't know. They're their own people, aren't they, John? Yes, they are. Oh boy! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. What a, a fun. fun! You cannot have more fun than if you're at a camp just I mean they know how to play that's yes, sure dude. oh uh, well, I gave gosh, you those beans yeah. those those uh they the jelly beans jelly beans some of them are delicious and some of them taste oh. like vomit they, they did a whole thing they just said they actually played they were, the game yeah they were doing a fundraiser so they they would bring up someone that everybody loved and said how much will you pay to watch him <laughs> see if there's a chance that he gets the vomit one? You know, or, or sour milk. What, what or were the other ones? Yeah, the, they're like the taste of yes. oh, canned dog food. And fish. And, <laughs> and, it, and he says within 10 feet, you smell it. It's uh, it's How do they oh, do that chemically? Oh, yeah. So the host constantly is gagging as he's <laughs> trying to do it. It was hilarious. Yeah. It was it was <laughs> camp humor. Who, does, who does that except them? Yeah, uh, exactly. So They're their uh, own oh, people. Wow. Yeah. Sixteen years of high school camps in I just there's n- you. Everyone's like, no, this isn't going to be fun. And then seven minutes in, everyone's rolling. Yes. and it's just the best. Absolutely. So, anyways, thank you for oh. being. People who do camping. Amen. That's yes, awesome. that's right. Amen. You bet. Yeah, we had Eric with us last week. Wasn't we that did. Awesome. Uh, it really, really, he really understood. No shows here. I know, John. It was it was excellent. He just opened the door to so much. Bruce, repeat that line he shared last week because oh, yeah. it was so good. Eric Kakimoto from the Long Beach area. Cerritos Baptist. Cerritos Baptist Church. And he, w- he was talking about humility, and we've, we're going to finish up on that uh, rung of humility today. And he was saying, you know, I value what people think of me, but I cannot find my value in what they think of oh, me. Oh, that was so excellent. Don't go hunt. Oh, my. That was so excellent. We need to put that in a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we need to have Eric back as yeah, well. Absolutely. Um, but today, we are uh, tying together a rail of the environment of grace with this rung of humility and talking about how Scripture ties that together. And David, I wonder if you'd yeah, we're in, get back to see, reading. I reading Scripture. <laughs> you are reading Scripture. <laughs> yeah, I can tell the truth. Um, 1 Peter 5, and this is in the English Standard Version. And so we're starting uh, in, in verse 5. So a little bit down in there, it says, Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. 
And I also like the next part, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense that we would try to control and do all these things uh, because we are anxious, because we are fearful, and that we wouldn't be humble. So that is a really crucial piece. Where's the verse about the elders? Is it, it's, is it, it's a little <laughs> higher up. It's a little higher up. I jumped right over that. I don't know. John, uh, we won't get into that. It's, it's later. Okay. That's why I always on prayer. Uh, that's, that's another podcast. Uh, uh, humility and grace, John. Yes. Okay, yes. Try, to, try to stay with us here. What is the definition of humility that we often use? What is yeah. that? Trusting God and others with me. Is, uh, there's, a, there's a promise in what David read this morning, and we often miss it. Uh, the promise is that God gives grace to the humble. That's the promise. And the question we're trying to answer over many, many, many years, uh, who then are the humble? If they're the ones that are going to experience grace, who are they? And, and how do I get that way? And it's interesting. We, we know as evangelicals, we know the message of the gospel of grace. We know it. But how do we get that? By trust. No one experiences God's grace apart from trust in terms of what he really wants to be about in our lives. What David, another thought that David read there is is Peter, when he's writing it, is tying grace foundationally to the purposes of God Hmm. because he says, therefore, he will exalt the humble. So that we cannot even get in touch with the purposes of God if we don't trust God with who we are. So when someone says to us, well, what about this humility thing? Don't I have to work on on being less proud? Good luck. Good luck. No, you got to work on really being able to do something that the proud cannot do. That's trust God and others with who we really are. And it's... It's interesting. Um, humility is not only a state of mind. I I can go to being the proud situationally by situation. Yeah. I, I to, to where I'm not trusting God, yeah. even though I have a heart set that wants to trust God. But man, there's there's times where I find myself absolutely one of those people. He has to say, John, I have to sit on my hands with you for a while because. Yeah. You're you're aligned with the proud. Yeah, trusting it is isn't a static thing. It, it, it it's dynamic, yeah. and so that very next verse saying cast your anxieties on him that that is that is deep application because anxiety and fear are the things that most disrupt our ability to trust. Mm-hmm. They most say nope, nope, not this time, nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's I love it when it's like okay, here's the thing. Not only here's the thing that's going to knock you down, but here's the thing you're going to do with it. So I really like these verses. A while back we were uh, speaking to student leaders at Grand Canyon mm-hmm. University, and we were talking about this issue of pride. And they were, um, as, as all of us, I think, naturally wanted to, wanting to work on not being proud. Right. Well, that may be the, the, the problem, the issue, but that's not how... You uh, resolve the issue. Right. You move over here to a different place called humility. And that dynamic process, David, you were talking about, that's the process of nurturing humility that takes care of pride. Mm-hmm. 
and and yet we get our eyes on trying to fix this this sin, this issue, mm-hmm. and God's going, no, actually, yeah, you can identify that as the issue, but the resolution is over here. Amen. Amen. And you know, when we intentionally added that trusting God and others because of our conviction that Christianity is a relational faith, we, we've had a lot of pushback over the years with people, I can trust God, I just can't trust anyone else. Right. And 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 so we have this pushback and we say, wait a minute, we are to love one another as the proof of our yeah. relationship with God. I can't experience love without trust. And then they just they – I can feel them crunching in, in internally like, well, I don't, I don't need anybody. And immediately you say, I don't need anybody. You're back to pride. It's like that concept that if you've ever done a small right. group and, and you're – Someone shares. Someone shares deeply, and you you go there with them. Well, often someone else will now share. Well, it it can be the same thing with humility. We're not saying that uh, you can trust everyone perfectly. We're saying that when you choose the risk of trusting someone in their imperfection, that it may be an accelerant to an environment that sees more and more trustworthiness between the relationships that you have. And you're willing to risk that they will fail because that's just – that will happen. But it – you're moving towards something positive versus having this, like you're saying, pride of you will never be worthy of my trust. And so I'm going to sit in this place of negativity while trying to be less prideful myself. Right. And God's saying, um, I am about something better than that. Amen. I think as we apply this to the church and to church leaders, um, over the years we come across many pastors who want to have uh, a culture of grace, want to have a community of grace. And yet... Um, struggle with the tie that First Peter makes there for themselves to actually be leaders who trust others with themselves. You can never develop a culture of grace by strategic planning. <laughs> this Amen. comes in relationship. And, so, and it starts with the leaders. So I, I always uh, want to know about these leaders. Do do they trust God mm. and others with themselves? And who are those others? Mm. And who trusts themselves to these leaders? Mm. How does that work? Mm. Yeah. Remember years ago, Bruce, that we uh, began to come to this understanding that leaders who don't trust, although they can create a great vision, preach a great message, come up with strategic plans, live in isolation. Mm-hmm. And when you live in isolation, it becomes the greatest reason you fail. And you just go, what? What? See, because the exaltation of God is us living into the purposes of God. And without humility, I won't realize those purposes. Bill, I was thinking, when, when you say we, is the greatest reason we fail, I'm thinking, you know what? We all fail. Every one of us will fail. Mm-hmm. So... It's not even like you won't fail if you trust others. What God's saying is, I love you so much that I've given you something that I have given you what you need in this life to be loved in your failure and to actually believe your identity Mm -hmm. and not hide. 
And then that failure won't become combustible because it's not in the dark and growing into this hideous, you know, goo. You know, it's sad is that it's like leaders with a lion with a thorn in their paw. We often don't get a chance to be with them in their isolation because they're so strong in their vision. They're so powerful in their dynamic that it's sometimes we don't get called in till after the fact when the leader has lost his constituency or failed in such a way so publicly. It's been brewing. It's been there. But he's so powerful that it's hard to let anyone speak in because he's successful in, in whatever success looks like in in numbers or whatever. That's been one of the hardest things for us, yeah. I think, is yeah. to have to, okay, we get to wait. Yeah. yeah. I was, uh, that reminds me of a university leader uh, who I was with not long ago, and she said, um, I've been here before, hmm. but this is the first time hmm. that I'm going to trust some others with me. Amen. She said, I could have avoided some other things. Uh, I've been at the bottom before. This is the first time it's going to be different. Mm. And in her case, she was she didn't use the word, but she was describing humility. Mm. Yep. Mm. Amen. So good. Well, we'll see you next week on the True Face Podcast. Thanks for coming by. Bye-bye. <laughs>